Welcome to Word for Wednesday. This is Rita Langland, your host from Hidden with Christ Ministries. Today, I want to talk with you about God being your God of deliverance. In Psalm 68, verse 20, one of my favorite verses is says this, God is to us a God of deliverances, and to God the Lord belongs escape from death. I like that. God is to us a God of deliverances in the plural because he brings deliverance in so many different ways. That word from the Hebrew language means literally saving acts. God is to us a God of saving acts, but it also means to save, to set free, to aid, to relieve, to assist, to comfort, to defend, to help, to preserve from danger, to, to rescue, to bring salvation, and to get the victory. You may be in a situation today where you need God to be your God of deliverance. You need him to help you get a victory or to preserve you from danger or to rescue you out of a very difficult or dangerous situation. You may need him to defend you from accusations that are untrue or just to deliver you from a battle that you are facing. Whatever it is you need today, you need to take hold of this verse, Psalm 68, verse 20, that promises us that God is to us a God of deliverances. I love that word. In the New Testament, the Apostle Paul also knew God as a deliverer. Think about his life situation. He had been shipwrecked multiple times. He had spent more than one night in the ocean. He had been arrested numerous occasions, unjustly imprisoned, chased by mobs, beaten, and over and over and over again, he found God to be a God of deliverances, who assisted him, who rescued him, who defended him, who preserved him from danger, who helped him get the victory in so many different occasions. And so he also wrote about this quality of God's being a deliverer. But what he said is, is fabulous because it shows us the promise of God being a deliverer of our past, present, and future. It is written in 2 Corinthians 1, verses 9 and 10, in those three tenses, which I love, which means you can claim the deliverance of God now and in the future, as well as he's your deliverer from death and sin and destruction. When he saved you, he delivered you. It says this in 2 Corinthians 1, 9 and 10. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves. So there was a purpose. God didn't want us to trust in ourselves, but he wanted us to trust in God who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death. So there he's talking about God delivering us from sin, sickness, disease through salvation. So God delivered us from so great a death. We were delivered out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. We were delivered from death to life. So he says that in God who delivered us 
past tense, from so great a death, and does deliver us, that's present tense, and in whom we trust that he sh will still deliver us. So he's talking about future problems, battles, wars we may fight, snares we may find ourselves in, where God will still deliver us. So we have this amazing promise, both in the Old Testament and the New, that God has this character quality, that he's a God of deliverance. And it is deliverances, according to Psalm 68, 20, different types of deliverances, saving acts, plural. And he wants to do that for you right now in your life, in what you're facing at this very moment. God is to us a God of deliverances. You may be in a situation that you feel like there is no hope for help. You haven't been able to deliver yourself. You've reached out to other people and they haven't helped you. So you have no help from mankind. And God doesn't want us actually to look for our deliverance from man. In Psalm 60 verse 11, it says, um, deliverance by man is in vain. So don't even look for that. It's vain to even try to trust in other people. God wants you to trust in him. So God wants you to look at your current situation, not as you trying to deliver yourself or you trying to rescue your, or get rescued by other people, but look to him to be your deliverer, especially if your situation looks utterly hopeless. I mentioned a few weeks ago in our My Word for Wednesday, a book by the name of Evidence Not Seen, and it's the autobiography of a Christian missionary woman who, with her husband, had gone to the islands of, of what's now Indonesia uh, before World War II, and when World War II broke out, the two of them were taken captive by the Japanese soldiers that invaded that island that they were on called the Celebes, and they ended up in prisoner of war camps. So their life was suddenly an absolute disaster. They were ill-fed, ill-treated, slave labor, everything about being in the prisoner of war camps was beyond uncomfortable. It was unsanitary, they were got very little food, and it, it was dangerous on every side. Well, Darlene, the woman missionary, young woman that she was, she was in her 20s, she ended up, after being in the prisoner of war camp for several years, being taken by the Japanese secret police called the Kempeitai to another jail where she was accused of being an American spy. And so she was going to be sentenced to death by being beheaded with a sword because the penalty for espionage during wartime was death by beheading. So she was, and her husband had already died in the men's camp. So her situation was beyond desperate. She was already skin and bones because of the very little food she'd had for the past several years living in the prisoner of war camp. And now she's on death row in another jail. And she was sitting in her cell on the floor with very thin. She had been uh, become very ill because of the mosquitoes in that extremely tropical climate. She had 
developed cerebral malaria. She had beriberi, which is from a lack of vitamin B1, and her legs were swollen, though her body was skeletal because she had so little food, and she had dysentery, so she was extraordinarily sick, almost to death. And she had just been praying and asking God to deliver her from these physical things that were so distressing and literally her life was ebbing away. Overnight, the Lord intervened and she was healed of all three of those diseases so that all the symptoms of the beriberi, her, her legs, swollen legs, went down the symptoms from the cerebral malaria disappeared and the dysentery disappeared, which was absolute miraculous deliverance, the saving act of God to spare her life. But she was still in a very desperate condition because of the lack of food. They only fed her in that prison cell one meal a day of a rice gruel and they gave her no water so the only liquid she ever had was what was in that gruel and it was filled with worms so it was beyond disgusting and hard to force herself to eat and yet that's all the nutrition she had on a daily basis and she was there in there for months so by this point though god had healed her from those three diseases she was still super weak because of her lack of food and she was crying out to the Lord one day and just said to the Lord, God, I, I just would like a banana. That just idea of having a banana was just overwhelming her. And she thought in her mind, I can't imagine how God could get me a banana because no one visited her and no one ever opened the cell door. And she was just alone in solitary confinement, not allowed to speak to anyone passing by her cell. And she had no window in her cell, so she couldn't even see outside. So it was a very desperate situation. But one, one day, an amazing thing happened. The commandant from the POW camp where she had been in prison for multiple years came to visit her because he had heard that they were accusing her of espionage and going to kill her on death row. And he knew she wasn't a spy because she had witnessed to him as a missionary. He arrived at that jail opened the door spoke to her saw her condition and left and bought her the hugest bunch of bananas and had them delivered to the cell and she was allowed to keep those there were 92 bananas in that bunch she wept and asked the lord to forgive her for unbelief that she couldn't believe god could get her a single banana and within 24 hours she had 92 bananas on the floor of her cell you may be in a situation that feels like there is no way God can deliver you. Darlene felt there was no way God could get that to her. And yet those 92 bananas in that prison cell literally kept her alive until she was finally released and sent back to the prisoner of war camp. God is able to do more than you could ask or think. God is to us a God of deliverances. He has a way that you cannot imagine, that you couldn't even think of, no matter what. And it will be his delight to bring deliverance into your life, to bring a victory, to bring a defense, to bring a preservation from danger, to help you and aid you and assist you. All the meanings of that word deliverance. God wants to do that for you. 
Put your trust in the God who says about himself, he's a God of deliverances. That's your word for Wednesday. <laughs>